Hey you guys, this is Nikki Chance from Bubble Bath Stories, and I bet you're always wondering, how are we able to come up with stories for our show? We have a little secret weapon, Flipboard.com. Flipboard curates the world's stories so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. So get started now at Flipboard.com. You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. What's up, what's up? What's going on, everyone? New week, new episode. I'm Nikki Trends. And I'm Manny Oso. Oso fine. Oso fine. Oh. No, let me stop. You're cute, though. Anyway, it's, um, damn, I feel like we haven't spoken to everybody in a that's while. That's what I was about to what say. A it's weekend, been a right? bit of, little bit of a week, a little bit of a weekend. It's been quite fulfilling. We actually had another show to air for you guys, but then... Uh, kind of messed up on us. But we're going to fix all that right now. Because... Such tragic things have happened and in the last 24 hours. kind of had to pull a plug and do something different right now. So RIP to Stan Lee, unless you're living under a rock and you have no idea who he is. Uh, he's just, what do they call him? The godfather of comic books. He is the god of comics <laughs> universe. And he he is gone. He is finally gone. At the ripe age of 95. I mean, he held out a really long time. This is somebody who knew death, who is also a character in the Marvel comic universe, was coming for him. Yeah. Didn't he record all his scenes? He definitely. So I think it was like a year or two ago, he definitely recorded all his cameos for upcoming movies. But uh, So we're still going to see him. But it's going to be weird. It is. It is. It's going to be very weird. But he's lived through, I mean, 95 years. He, um, I read a report that the only reason he worked in comic books was because he had to help his uh, parents pay bills. That makes sense. Yeah, because um, yeah, I don't, I don't think he was. Uh, what's the right way to say this? I don't. I, I kind of don't think. Beginning, if you look at like his biography and stuff, I, he obviously didn't think he was gonna be as big as he is right now. Right. You know the characters he came up with. I he did not believe in the beginning. I'm sure he believed it to himself but who would think it would get as big as it is that's so true like there are there are policies that have been made around the comic book characters that he's made and like the rules to these characters and the ownership of these characters and like it's it's gone way past just a comic book for a kid to read you know i mean yeah if you think about it like there's politicians out there who have based a lot of their lives on the stuff that this guy has written like X-Men, X-Men was supposed to be about the civil rights. It's about civil rights, yes. Magneto is represents Malcolm X and Xavier represents uh MLK. You know, a lot of these people they represent real figures out there. And now our real figures have grown up and they have all read these comics and that's what I'm saying. Like people who are running the world were influenced by this man. Yeah, didn't they say like uh the whole salute for Black Panther actually came it's supposed to be a representation of the Bronx. So when people put up the axe, it's supposed to represent the Bronx. Yeah. I think the, he was uh, from there. Yeah, the creator and Stanley himself. Yeah. And it's it's just crazy. I mean, we I, haven't seen anything new from him or anything. So right, it's not like we expect to see anything. But just... It changes the, the dynamic of the movies that are going to be coming out. I just think if Tom Hanks is America's dad, Stanley is America's, America's grandfather. grandfather. <laughs> And our grandfather is gone right now. 
I will say it will not be the same. It's not going to be the same. Uh, definitely the, same. the next movies that come out that don't have him, it's going to be the probably the saddest one. Because we're not going to see him anymore after these next... Probably after Avengers. I don't know if he... He's um, Captain Marvel. He already did. He already did a lot of them. There was a list. But there's but... only like two or three movies that are coming out. There's the definitely... The other ones are in development. I, I'm sure there's going to be a sad dedication. Different, yeah. Right, like, this, sad. This I actually, is dedi- actually... Oh my god, Avengers 4 is going to be dedicated to Stan Lee. Oh my god, what do you think? Like... They're going to have, like, the ashes come. Oh, my God. You know what's funny is that... I don't that want to think about it. At first, his his whole cameo thing was just a joke. Like, you know, he just wants to be in the movie, yeah, too. Yeah, right. But it's funny because all these characters that he played in each one of the movies, they brought them together and did a whole little storyline of his character. Because there's a character in the comics. It's called The Watcher. And his, oh, really? And his basic... Uh, concept is just that he is he's like an angel from the gods that watches over all the humans and <laughs> watches all these things that happen in the comic book world so they pretty much created his cameos to become this story of the watcher oh my god <laughs> so if you watch um the last guardians movie he's even there talking to the other watchers <laughs> as yeah. people ride back to earth <laughs> it is so great how they just said you know what let's give him his own story <laughs> That's so awesome. It's what, great, and I, I love guess, it. What was, I guess, a Marvel movie that you were, like, hooked and... Let me tell you, when forever. the first Spider-Man came out with Tobey Maguire, uh, that probably came out when we were in middle school. Right, I want to yeah. say sixth grade? No, it was definitely later No, no I, I remember this because I remember waiting for that movie. I, I remember X-Men, when I first heard X-Men about it. X-Men came out when we were, like, in middle school. But... I mean, X-Men and Spider-Man, I think, were so important because, I mean, X-Men, I didn't watch the cartoon as much as I did the Spider-Man cartoon. Mm -hmm. So when I saw that a movie was coming out, you know, back then we didn't have the internet like we have now. So the only rumors you ever heard were like on the tabloids of your local newspaper. Right. And they would say, filming in progress for Spider-Man. And you're like, what the heck? They're making a movie about this? I mean, the technology was so... I mean, it's way better now. Now we get a Spider-Man movie every six months, and, <laughs> you know, like, it's gone. But it does, it brings to light, um, right now, what we're going through is we want to see more representation in these comic book movies. So, it went from, oh my god, did you see Spider-Man, oh my god, Blade, oh my god, X-Men. Those are, like, the only comic book movies out there that were coming out. Yeah. With a, with a franchise. So now we have them coming out nonstop with everything, and now we just want it to be a little bit different. So everybody's got to be represented, right? Yeah. Is the La, Pur- I, La Puricua, is she going to get her own movie? I mean, she should. <laughs> you, don't even, you don't even know what that comic's about. <laughs> I don't, but she should. She There should be a float of her, at least, in the Puerto Rican Day Parade. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting him because I worked at a Comic-Con. You met him? Yeah. Okay. And let me tell you, I mean, when you look at him, he's like, any average like older person he was like probably he was 95 when he passed away he's probably like 85 when i met him 85 86 87 so he's like a frail old man but let me tell you those fanboys are no fucking joke i mean a line around the booth all the way to, just to touch him just to like just to look at him in ha- yeah and so when he actually had to leave early because he wasn't feeling well 
fucking pandemonium. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like people were so fucking pissed off. So I mean, I've de- I definitely have seen in person, and I've heard that aura. he that he actually is upset when he can't stay that right. That late. Yeah, you can tell he was like he yeah. loves his fans. Yeah. Like, that's somebody who seriously loves their fans. Yeah, and fanboys are, like, no one too upset. Yeah, like, I'm, I, I think people have compared meeting him to meeting George Lucas, and they're, like, complete opposite. Yeah. <laughs> like, George Lucas is like, uh, can I go now? Like, George Lucas loves his fans, too, but he hates people who pretend to be fans. Yeah. <laughs> Stan Lee, though, I think he likes everybody. Yeah, but how great. His career, he got to see all these things that he created come to life from so many different versions of it like yeah. terrible versions and great versions yeah so uh it's gonna be it's a tough one to swallow and he was there the whole time too he saw the he was able to see the development like you and me we watch movies and everything and we might see uh, uh some computer animation now versus computer animation back then right and to us we're just watching it but he was part of it. Yeah. So he saw Captain America go from just some bodybuilder in a suit to what we have now. Right. He saw Iron Man go from just some tin rocket looking thing as a farce to what we have now where he looks like real. Like this could actually be a thing. I also feel like he solidified a lot of celebrities like statuses. Definitely did. Because uh, Robert Downey Jr., like, if it wasn't for Iron Man, I don't think his comeback game would be as strong. He definitely helped solidify a lot. Um, I, I did read how him and Marvel did specifically get sign rights from Samuel L. Jackson to get the likeness of him to oh, be able yeah. to make Nick Fury <laughs> look like Sam Jackson. <laughs> Now, I'm not saying that he helped Sam Jackson's career get no, up there. No, he didn't. But if he, you, if Sam you read Jackson about, helped him. Well, I mean, if you read about it, it's pretty funny because, like, I guess the clause was that Sam Jackson knew they were going to make movies. Mm-hmm. So he said, years before they even developed a script, he said, hey, if you make a movie, though, I, it's got to be me. Right? That guy, man, like, someone watched over Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, he right. is America's favorite uncle. <laughs> He's our uncle. <laughs> Our grandfather's gone. I mean, he's been a Jedi. He's he's like I don't know what you would label. He's been Nick every Fury. kind of scientist, every yeah. kind of every kind of crook, every kind of a super villain. He's been a super villain. He's been taught everything. He's he's the gangster who's also nice. He's basically like Thanos of Earth. Yeah, he's a great. Person. <laughs> if he stopped doing movies, who would replace him? <laughs> we don't know, and we don't want to know. Nobody says motherfucker quite like him. <laughs> But, uh, um, Stan Lee, rest in peace, though. If um, you guys have anything you want to add as far as uh, his memory, this is something that I'm pretty sure people are going to be talking about. Um, some things are going to be coming up in development because just like the whole Prince thing, a lot of people are arguing about his inheritance right now uh, and where so it's going to go. Yeah. I mean, they, that that guy, at the, how much do you think he's worth right now? I don't know. A lot. Even Definitely more lot. now. Yeah. Even way more now. Like, his, his stuff is skyrocketed i'm sure now that he's gone so all right i'm curious of what's R. gonna R. happen but r.i.p let us know what you think if there's something about his work his career that really touched and you let us know your favorite marvel movie what is your, your favorite least comic? one the one you were like god i wish they never yeah did. which comic do you think they shouldn't have worked on and what's your favorite comic coming from marvel and stan lee um, let us know hit us up speaking of movies and comics uh so me and manny we're just 
chilling, hanging out, and I saw the teaser for Toy Story 4. Which I, at first, didn't believe it was a real right. trailer No, it teaser. came from a reputable, like, moviefo.com. I don't know. It was, like, a movie site. I um, got halfway through it, and I was like, wow, this is actually the trailer. And a little part of me cried a little bit, because I remember how sad the third one was. So, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like we're going to cry the fourth one. I can't remember his name, but the thing that made me feel emotional was when you saw Ham, the pig, yeah. and you were like, wait a minute. How is he going to be in the did movie? His voice, did the guy who did his voice die? Yeah, the guy who did his voice died. So you can't like, you can't. But like, he's still part him. of the character. I know, it's weird. That. And then we were talking about, uh, so we saw another teaser for the movie, and it was Jordan, Key and Peele, who were playing characters. So I, I'm assuming that they too are in the movie. Yeah, cause they, yeah, which was a lot funnier of a trailer than the other one. Because they're just going back and forth about Very Key and, and Peele. And so then we started making a joke, right? So this is actually kind of a funny thought, because there's probably only three people on that main cast who are Oscar winners. And one of them is Jordan. <laughs> I know. And then I was saying, like, I hope, uh, is it Peele? Key. Jordan Peele, he's the Oscar Okay, winner. so I was like, damn, I hope Key, Key Michael Key? Yeah, can, like, get out of Jordan's shadow. Yeah, because yeah. now I don't want him to only get work, because he's actually pretty funny. Oh, he gets work from feel, his best friend? Yeah, like, I don't want it to be like, oh, we'll take you if you can get Jordan to come on. And then my thought, <laughs> my thought was maybe sometime backstage, the whole cast is hanging out, and maybe Key comes up to, to Jordan like, oh, hey, we hanging out with uh, Tom Hanks tonight? And he's going to be like, uh, well, I'm hanging out with Tom Hanks tonight. It's Oscars only. <laughs> Damn. No, I hope this doesn't ruin their friendship. But then we also saw the trailer for Pokemon. And I think it's going to be feelings. so trash. I think it's going to be trashy as far as trying to capitalize on it. Because like Ryan Reynolds plays the, he plays Pikachu's voice. But isn't Pikachu just supposed to say, Pikachu, Pikachu, Well, that's Pikachu. the thing that I don't understand what's going on with it. Um, I mean, I saw the trailer too. And my first thought was that the animation and the graphics on it look like super, super advanced. I'm wondering um, why they attached it to the Pokemon franchise, though. Because it really looks like James Cameron helped make this movie or something. (laughs) Like, the next Avatar is based on this or something. That's how real it kind of looks. I'm not saying it looks real like I could touch it or nothing. I'm saying it just looks super more advanced than the other animation that we see in the last two years even. Well I think it has to be like that because in the Pokemon universe they're it's, just it's real. Yeah. Like they're like real pets or But what they're doing is they're adding a voice to it now. Which is weird. Right okay, Ryan Reynolds ha- being the is voice just, of fucking Pikachu doesn't make any sense. Does to he me just at cash all. any check that they give him? Probably. He should. <laughs> I would. He's like, uh, did that check clear? Yeah, I'll do the voice for Pikachu. But it doesn't, like, he doesn't even change his voice or anything. He doesn't. He does the same same fucking voice. And it's so annoying because he talks so, all his characters talk so much. And I didn't realize that until he did Deadpool. All his characters. Like like he's fresh out of college. Yeah, like. Every single character sounds like Van, Van, whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, I know what Jeremy's talking about. Yeah, they all sound the same. And so now Pikachu's gonna sound like some kid right out of college (laughs) who now he's a detective, apparently. 
Like, I, I get the cuteness in it, but just keep it as a cartoon then. It doesn't matter, because kids are going to beg their parents to watch it, and people are going to go watch people it. People are going to watch it. It's going to make so money. much money. It's going to make so much money, a ridiculous amount. And it's then everybody's going to be like, it sucks so bad. That's what they said about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. the newest one. And then, like, it became a thing. Yeah. So, blah. You never know. The franchises are out there. Uh, it's, it's up to us to make them big. Do you want this one to make it big? It doesn't matter. People with kids are going to be like, oh, whatever. Let's take the kids to go see it. They want to see this damn movie. Nintendo, they're making money. Go Nintendo. What do you guys think? Are you guys uh, more excited for Pikachu, Detective Pikachu, or Toy Story 4? I know the adults out there really want to see I think we're going to pull up, put a poll up. Yeah. Even though only four people answer. Which kids movie definitely- <laughs> is the adult trying to watch? <laughs> because we grew up with, with Pokemon too. I, that that was big when I was in middle school. Right, but it doesn't touch the soul the way Toy Story does. It doesn't touch your soul because you weren't you, trading the cards. Why? Because in your mind, I'm not saying you're me. Like, oh, I just Pokemon know. Trainer. I know certain people. I'll put some you're people on blast. To- I'll put some people on blast right now. Brock, I know you're gonna want to watch that Pokemon movie. <laughs> I'm definitely going to go see... I'm not going to see Pokemon. I'm definitely going to go see Toy Story. Yeah, I'll go see Toy Story. And I will cry with you. Uh, Speaking of things that are hard to watch, uh, did you see that whole White House (laughs) press conference with Acosta? Jim Acosta, the ballsiest guy in the White House. Listen, I watched the video. The aide or the intern, I don't know what the fuck she thought she was doing. I don't know why she bent down like she was in the... Like, she should have just stood in her seat. Yeah. That's one. Two, I also, I just, I just, it was hard to watch, but I couldn't look away. So I've got some concerns about it uh, for actually, to be honest, from both sides. Uh, number one, obvious. Like I said from the beginning, when I do this kind of show, I do not, I'm not like a Trump basher because I think everybody does that. I don't mind critiquing things that people do, but I'm not trying to like just bash somebody for their personal way on the air. Right. Because it's just useless. However, I will say when you watch that video, the man walks back and forth like he's a pouting child that doesn't want to answer a question. Like, you do know you're actually our employee. We gave you the job of president, and I get it that there's a big group of people that like you, but whether you're liked or not, that doesn't mean you're not supposed to do your job. Right. Which is answer the damn question. I don't think he's ever going to know that. Exactly. Um, and so, you so know, CNN, Acosta, So CNN is actually suing the White House because they revoked Acosta's, Acosta's press pass. And so... A lot of people think they're going to win this case, too. Because it happened during Johnson's administration where he, I guess, banned uh, Secretary in, like, 1977. So, well, they're and saying he that... Won, he, and, you know, like... He the won. news outlet won, and he got his pra- his pass back, but he never applied for it afterward. Yeah. So it's really like you can't. Maybe CNN can send another reporter, but you can't just like take revoke their. You pass can't just revoke that. somebody because you don't like the question that they asked you, uh, especially if you're a person of public office. And I mean, like the way it was done, it just it it's not right. Now that being said, I will like I said, none of us on this channel are Trump supporters, really. Um, I'm not going to say to the extreme that we're also Democratic supporters. I think that we have different sub, uh, different um, opinions for each case. But what I will say, and my real opinion on this case, is that 
do we really want to take it to his level? I honestly, if you watch stuff from Jim Acosta, he's actually a very professional guy. Like, he's very respectful. He's got a lot of really good questions and points that he brings up. He's a very good reporter. Like, I I understand. But that's why it was so good when in the video, as Trump is trying to skip over him to to talk to other uh, journalists, they're like, actually, I know Jim. I've traveled with him. He's a great, like, supporting him. What bothers me, though is that he does he does kind of bring himself down to the level to try to mirror what Trump's doing as if it's like a petty thing. Now I'm not saying that we don't all do this, but as a professional, you know, you should probably keep your composure though. He was not saying that he was in the wrong. What I'm or in the right or what I'm saying is that, you know, if you have a pouting child in front of you and you're trying to discipline them, you don't bring yourself down to that child's level and start like being aggressive towards the kid. This is obviously a kid we're working with. That's T- Trump is a child up on the podium, and you're bringing yourself down to his argumentative level. Yeah, but that's easier said than done. It's very. It's definitely easy. easier said than done. It's but we only got two more years. We don't want to bring ourselves down to that level. I mean, haven't we already though? We shouldn't though. That's the point. That's the point. That just because the administration is being like that, that doesn't mean that the rest of us should be like that too. We should keep ourselves up there. It's it's just I get what you're saying, but you get caught up in it. So as long it, it's a moment that happened, and he's trying to get away from that, and resolve it to show him like you can't do that. That's affecting the First Amendment. Um, so it's to him, it's just like fuck. I shouldn't have done it. But it's just a moment because yeah. he's not going to carry on like that. Yeah. It's not like he's going to take that with him whenever he talks to anybody part of the Trump administration. But like at the same time, you can't fault him for getting caught up in it that when he's does. trying to do his he, job. He does kind of act like that, though, um, especially with, with Huckabee, with, with Sarah Huckabee. He does get like in her face and stuff. And I get it. I'm not saying that they don't have... Is he abusing her? Like, how he speaks to her? Sometimes it does kind of come off like they're talking in a school courtyard, you know? Like, in a school. Like, in a like in a freaking it's basketball just, court. I, it's hard to be professional it with makes, some with It someone. makes someone like me not want to watch it when all I'm seeing is people argue about personal things. Right. But at the same time, it's hard to do your job when the person who is supposed to just as well be as professional as you are isn't being professional but that's not an excuse not to do your no job but you have way. you have an expiration date before you've had enough and yeah. then you start be, you start just like are you fucking kidding like answer the damn question but you're going to the white house press sec- press conference knowing that's what's gonna happen like I, I i mean i get what you're saying but then it also feels like every time you back down to a traumatic like a child giving a tantrum yeah. it just gives them more power to have a especially when tantrum. they have real power <laughs> yeah like he legit just took this dude's pass away <laughs> like, like that's that's nazi shit right there what <laughs> and whether it's supposed to happen or not like yeah so it's been a crazy week i'm telling I mean, you guys what, what do you guys think about this this whole situation i know we got different listeners out there everybody's got their own opinion keeping away from any personal bashing and everything what do you think about the fact of a press uh, having their press pass taken away just because the president doesn't like the questions that are being asked. Nothing about personal what you think about Acosta or CNN or Trump himself. Just should a reporter be able to freely have their stuff taken, their credentials taken away just because you don't like the way they're talking to you. Right. 
give us a, give us a shout out. Let us know what you guys think. Well, this is all for us, you guys. Wow, we really we gave you guys an extra seven minutes of show. So be sure, like, we're gonna be up on social media. So obviously, continue the conversation with us. Um, if you want to find us on Facebook or Instagram, it's at bubblestories.com. And if you're looking bubble just bath. to catch bubble bath stories.com. <laughs> If you're looking for us on Facebook and or IG, it's Bubble Bath Stories. There yes. you go. There you go, guys. Sorry. Check me out. Long on, weekend. Check me out on Snapchat. Um, I got no time for this. And you guys can find me on IG at Nikki Trends with a Z. And yeah. yeah. Instagram at Not Too Ratchet. Yeah, they're pretty funny, I know. <laughs> Anyways, rest in peace, Stan Lee. Can't wait for Toy Story 4. And let's see what happens to Acosta, right? True that. All right, guys. Till next week. Till next week. Hit us up. Thanks for coming in.